When was the last time you made a new friend, Laura Mishcon? Literally when I met you two years ago. You are my newest friend. And now we have a podcast together and we speak about 1,200 times a day. Yes, most weeks I see you and speak to you more than my own husband. Ah, I bet you love it though. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what we're talking about today. How to make a new friend. I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Laura Mishcon. And this is Self Care Club. The advice for self-care today is endless and can be yet another overwhelming job for women. Every episode, we trial a different self-care practice, live it to the letter for a week and report back to you on the results. Will it actually improve your well-being or will it be another waste of your time? We test out self-care so you don't have to. Welcome to Self-Care Club. Remember how easy it was to make friends in primary school? Not only did you have a huge pool of other kids on tap to choose to play with at every break time and lunchtime, but you weren't as picky about who to hang out with. But things have changed now that you are grown up. Apart from the fear of rejection, making new friends takes a lot of time, something that we're all short on, and we have much less downtime to simply hang out. So instead, you might feel sad or worried about the fact that your circle of friends is shrinking. And if you do, you are not alone. The pandemic changed everything, including our friendships. Social distancing and isolation made it incredibly difficult to stay connected with familiar people, let alone meet new ones. Some friends dropped by the wayside as a year went by and you realised that perhaps the friendship had simply run its course. And actually, you didn't miss them and just drifted apart. Decisions around how to behave during restrictions and over-vaccinations made some friendships extremely strained as personal decisions became very divisive. People who you felt were good friends showed their true colours or you may have realised that the friendship was just a bit toxic and actually you are happier without them in your life. Friends are a gift. They provide a comforting sense of stability and connection. You laugh and cry together, share good times and support each other through the bad. But unlike a marriage, a defining feature of friendship is that it's voluntary. We're not together. What do you mean unlike a marriage? A marriage is voluntary. We're not together by law. Ah, or through blood, or via monthly payments into a bank account like a job. It's a relationship of great freedom, one that we retain only because we want to. But the downside of all this freedom, this lack of formal commitment, is that friendship often falls by the wayside. Our adult lives can become full of obligations from children to partners to ageing parents and long work hours. A study of young adult social networks by researchers at Oxford University found that those in a romantic relationship had on average two fewer close social ties, including friends. Those with kids lost out even more. Friendships crumble not because of any deliberate decision to let them go, but because we have other priorities, ones that aren't quite as voluntary. The title of the Oxford paper summed up things very well. Romance and reproduction are socially costly. (laughs) And I think female friendships, much more than male friendships, Mm. take a lot more maintenance. Absolutely. A lot more time. Yes. A lot more emotional connection. As does the raising of the babies, as in your time is sucked up when you are doing all of that. So there is less time to put all of that time and effort into those friendships. You can't. But I think female friendships, more than how I see Adam with his friends, there's much more emotional hand-holding. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Much more. Mm. So you may wonder, is it really possible to make friends as an adult? The answer is yes, but it's all about the way we perceive the world as that frames our whole life. If you go into social scenarios or approach making new friends with negativity, you aren't going to get very far. This is the law of attraction at its best. Oh, we've done a week on that. We have done a week on that. Manifesting. 
We have to focus on what makes us feel good. If all we focus on is our lack of new friends, we're reinforcing that reality. When we start to focus on doing things that make us feel good and engage in a way that increases positive feelings, it makes it easier to see and connect with other people we resonate with. The best thing you can do for yourself to make new friends is to create a life you enjoy. Like attracts like. So the more engaged we are with life, the easier it is to go out and meet new people. When you do things that make you feel good, you end up finding people who enjoy the same things. But why do friendships matter in adulthood? Well, research shows that after the age of 25, most adult friendships start to dwindle. Of course, some of this has to do with changing jobs, getting married, moving, having children, and forming meaningful relationships may be harder as you get older, but it is worth the effort, as good friendships have a myriad of tangible health benefits, including better immune functioning, decreased risk of disease, illness and injury, and increased longevity actually has a physical effect on you. If you go back to our week on choir yes. and how I was totally obsessed with yes. the week on choir, and yes. it's still one of my favorite practices. Yes. And the, the beauty of that week was the community. Yep. And we could have been doing anything, but it was just the, the people and how they came together mm-hmm. and how intoxicating that was mm-hmm. and how beautiful and powerful that was. Yeah. Actually, that's got to be the best thing for your overall health for is sure. just connecting with like-minded people. Yep. You know that friendship also reduces stress and speeds up your recovery if you are sick? Of course, I bet it does. Because yep. if you're going to be sat there alone, you're going to feel really sorry for yeah. yourself. There was a study called Very Happy People done in 2002 um, and two American psychologists found that the key difference between the most unhappy and the most happy people was how socially connected they wow. were. Wow. Yeah. Really what we're talking about is loneliness, aren't we? And connection. And loneliness can kill you. I mean, it has such you can detrimental die. effect and on your health. People have died of broken hearts, haven't they? Yeah. You ever hear those stories of when a couple's been together for like 60 years and one of the partners... Happened to my grandparents' best friends. They had been married forever and ever and ever. And she died on the Friday night and he died on the Sunday morning. Oh. I know, heartbreaking. That's heartbreaking and yet quite beautiful. Yeah. Because they can't be without each other. Oh, awful. You know, we talk about the five pillars of health a lot. And the five pillars, just just as a reminder, are movement. Sleep. Sleep, rest, slash mindfulness, nutrition and hydration. Mm. I think there should be a sixth one, which is connection. Mm, I totally agree. Because it's so vitally important. And actually someone said that to me the other day when we were talking about this and she said that. These aren't my words. It's my friend Kate. And I thought, wow, that is so interesting and so important. Mm. But why doesn't it come into the five pillars? I don't know. It should. Making friends in adulthood is going to take some deliberate effort on your part. It is an exciting challenge in theory, but one of the first obstacles you're going to encounter is having enough confidence, especially if you're shy. Putting yourself out there can seem quite scary and it can trigger fears of rejection. There is even a name for this phenomenon. Did you know that? No. It's called the liking gap. Meaning? Research found that after strangers interact, people generally underestimate how much they were liked. I know. The people who are the best at making friends come into new situations with the assumption that they will be accepted and liked. And that's what really facilitates them reaching out to others. So next time you cross paths with a potential friend, believe in the power of your own likability. After all, wouldn't you want to be friends with you? Depends what mood I'm in. (laughs) 
in a good mood. Well, obviously, I think I'm, you know, I'm great company, but I'm sure there's many people that would disagree. <laughs> when it comes to making friends as an adult, it's important to have the right mindset. Be positive and proactive. If you go into the process thinking you are never going to make friends, you probably won't. And if you leave your social life up to chance, you probably won't see many results either. Friendships are one of the most enriching parts of our lives. And as we get older, making new ones can seem like a challenge. But if you're seeking new meaningful connections in your life, it starts with a commitment both to meeting new people and a commitment to yourself. So if you are in the market for new friends and feel there is room in your life for someone new, how exactly can you go about it? Mm. Well, as always, we have your back here at Self Care Club and we have got some top tips and ideas in how to do this. Yes, we do. Come on then, Mrs. Mishcon. What do we do? Number one, focus on being open. Don't overthink the process of making friends. Stop worrying about being rejected or dwelling on the fact you might not be fun enough. Channel your inner child. Be open to meeting new people and having new experiences. Don't assume all your future friends will be of the same age or gender as you. See what happens when you expand your horizons. Ooh, okay. Make a list of potential friends. Almost everyone has one or two people in the periphery of their life who they'd like to get to know better. Make a list of these people that you might like to hang out with sometimes. And remember, making friends takes work and someone needs to take the initiative. So after you have your list, consider extending an invitation for coffee and see what happens. Put it in the calendar. Yes. Listen, everyone is busy. And despite your best intentions, if you don't schedule it, you likely won't do anything about making more friends. To prevent this, set aside time to call the person from your book club that you really want to connect with. Decide when you will ask that friend from the office to join you for a drink after work. The key is to schedule these initial contacts because you will keep putting them off if you don't. Yes. Also, accept invitations. Yeah. Yes, we know. You're tired, busy, and evenings are still dark and cold. But if someone invites you to do something, try to make it happen. If you have social anxiety, then do your best to remember that this person invited you to get together because they like you and they want to get to know you better. Of course, if you can't afford something like an expensive theatre ticket, then decline the invite. But make an effort to do something else together instead. Even if you don't know the person very well, accepting invitations is a great opportunity to open doors and expand your friendship opportunities. So let's say if they invite you to the theatre, yes. but actually you can't afford to go yes. to the theatre or you don't like the yeah. theatre or you don't like what they're going to yeah. see. This happened to me the other day. Mm. My friend, she's a very old friend, but she invited me to go and see something at the V&A mm -hmm. and she sent me a link. Yeah. And I checked out the link and it is just not, not for you. an exhibition for me. It's the Fabergé exhibition, mm. which is very lovely, yeah. but I will be bored fucking stiff. Yeah. So I said to her, thank you so much for the invite. It's not my thing. Please give the ticket to someone who will appreciate it more. But I would really love to go to another exhibition with you. Lovely. Perfect. Yeah, it was a nice little example, wasn't it? It was a great little example. Fell in my lap. Yeah. There you go. So if someone is inviting you to something you can't afford to do or you don't want to do... Simply say no. Offer an alternative. Yeah. 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 Try new things. When you're looking to make friends, it's very important to expand your horizons. You never know. You might enjoy some new adventures and it will open up the possibility of making friends in a new and exciting place. So take a pottery class, take a rock climbing course. You might not be the only person there stepping out of their comfort zone. And that and of itself can be something to bond over. So what you've done this week then? Yeah, I took a rock, a rock climbing course. <laughs> Did you? Right up my street. Did you make it? friends? Yeah, loads and loads of friends. Yeah. Yep. And you're now in a rock climbing club. 
Yeah, and I've bought like those metal hooks for your trainers and stuff. Excellent. Yeah. And on your hands and you've got yeah. all the gear. I don't have time to talk to you anymore because I'm busy up a boulder. <laughs> <laughs> so me. Who can envisage that? Here's something else I don't do. Use your social media accounts. The real purpose of social media people is to connect. It's yeah. to connect people <laughs> with that. each other. I yeah? thought it was to make me feel like shit. Oh, it's not. <laughs> Whether they live far away or you haven't seen them since school, your social media accounts are ripe with opportunities to make actual real-life friends. In the age of social media, there are so many casual acquaintances always available at our fingertips. Reach out to one of them. Relationships are always evolving. You can know someone for years and years and one day just click. Timing is everything. So give those old relationships a new chance or a new view. Yeah. Mutual friends are a great place to start as well. Sometimes it makes it easier to be social if a friend is with you that you already feel comfortable with. Plus, if they already get along with one of your friends, then there's quite a good chance that you'll like them too. You can also reach out to neighbours. Many people don't realise they have a potential friend living right next door or across the street. They give the courtesy wave and immediately close their door, not even trying to make a conversation. But there may be some really great friendships waiting for you right on your doorstep. So the next time you are both out, do more than just wave. What should you do? Give them a snog. I no, had, not in COVID. I had such a lovely friendship group in our old street where we used to live in Chiswick. And it was so nice that one evening we did a dinner party rounds. So one household cooked the starter, one did the main course, one did the dessert, one did the coffee, one did the pre-drinks. And we all went to like six houses and all had a course at each other's houses. It was so nice. I mean, you lucked out if you got the coffee round. You really did luck out if you got the coffee round, yeah. You can connect with co-workers as well. That's a big way to make new friends. You spend so much of your life with your co-workers, whether or not you are working in the same physical space. Consider inviting one of your co-workers to do something (laughs) non-work related. Why are you giggling? You're my co-worker. <laughs> Nicole, are you gonna... <laughs> Nicole, when you finished your uh, spreadsheets for the day, would you perhaps fancy coming with me for a coffee <laughs> on, on the local Broadway? <laughs> I'm laughing because do you remember You're last literally week, my only co-worker. Do you, remember, do you remember last week in the epilogue that you said that we met up for coffee and had a cuddle? <laughs> <laughs> You're laughing because you always say that I'm not a cuddly person. You're not. I cuddled you. Okay. I cuddled you. But I cuddled back. <laughs> I didn't recoil. Well, that would be horror. so mean, wouldn't it? And I hadn't seen you. You didn't cuddle me this morning and I hadn't seen you for a week. I'm in a bit of a bad mood this morning. Aren't you happier that you, now that you've seen me? Well, I'm happier that I've seen you, yeah. I do wonder. Yeah. I will let, we'll finish the intro okay. and then we'll get on to this. You could join a gym. No, yes, thank you. you. Could. Yes, you could, Lauren. <laughs> I could, but I won't. You could join a sports team. Again, thanks, but no thanks. Or a club that focuses on your interests and hobbies. Yes. It could be a book club. Yeah, that's yeah, better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or a, a netball team. I have been wanting to join a netball team. Oh, I can hook you up. Which mean you can hook me My up? My friend Dahlia, she's in a great netball team. She's really good. She was great at school and she's still good. How would you feel if I got friendly with one of your, like really friendly with one of your friends? I'm actually quite cool with that sort of thing. But yeah. there are lots and yeah. lots of people who I know in yeah. real life who are really weird about it. Yeah. Like they have a friend and then another friend meets them and they become great friends and they're really put out by it. Yeah. I just feel well, like I don't feel, own my friends. They feel a bit insecure. Well, I don't own my friends. No, but if I suddenly got really friendly with Eliza and I was yeah. seeing Eliza, like just the two of us, we were going for coffee and we were going for lunch, we were spending loads of time together. Yeah. And you would say, oh, so this with Eliza. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know because I saw her a couple of days ago. Yeah. Wouldn't you feel like, oh, why haven't they invited me? 
if you never, ever invited me <laughs> to spend time with you two together, I would be a bit miffed. Yeah. There you but, go. No, but if you never did. You mean if you felt left out? Yeah. If you were like, we went to cinema together and then we did this together and then we never asked you. That would be a bit weird. But if you like went out, did something and I would be like, that's so nice. And also... Because I could see me and Eliza being friends. I can too. And also, I think it reflects well when you have friends who like each other. Because then you've made a connection for other people and that's a good thing, right? I think so. But lots of people are very, very weird about it. My best friend is very weird about new people that come into my life. Oh, is she weird about me? Yes. She Sorry, a, Donna. She is a bit weird about you. Um, Don't tell her that we cuddled in the coffee shop. <laughs> <laughs> a anyway. Lot, a lot of my friends I've been yeah. friends with for many, 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 many years. Yeah. Like bordering on 30 years. Yeah. So there is this territorial thing. And obviously pe- new people are going to come into We're going to get onto this in a second. Are we? By the way. Yeah, we are. A whole thing about it. Exactly that. Anyway, the point is, I'll set you up with Adler and you can go and join the national team, okay? <laughs> or you could volunteer like I do at the food bank. Yes. And that is an amazing place to improve your feelings of gratitude and meet new people and they might share some of your values and they could become very good friends. Okay. Yeah. One of our lovely listeners mm. actually wrote to us yesterday and told us, she said, I know that you mentioned that you were doing a show on friendship. Well, someone asked us, are you ever going to do a show on friendship? And we said that's really weird because that is exactly what we're recording next week. But also, someone actually gave us this, one of our listeners did give yes, us this idea. Yes, they did. God, I wish I knew who it was yeah. now. But during, said, it was during our YouTube live. Yeah, yeah. making a new friend. Yeah. And we've, yeah. here we are. Here doing we are it. doing it. She told me yesterday about an app called Hey Vina, V-I-N-A. Yeah. And it works like Tinder, mm-hmm. but instead of finding love, women can find new friendship. How nice. It was gorgeous. It's an app for women friendship, basically. Okay. So you sign up via Facebook or Instagram, you take a quick quiz to help you connect to like-minded people, and then you literally like tinder yeah you swipe right if you want to meet up with someone oh my god hey vena okay so i thought that was brilliant that's nice yeah so lastly yeah maybe mostly most importantly mm. it does take time to build strong relationships yeah be ready to give things time to naturally unfold and for the friendship to blossom it is not a marathon when it comes to friendship it's always quality over quantity and try and maintain to try and maintain your friendships after you have established a few connections, it's important to stay in touch. Friendships are like plants. If you don't water them regularly, they will die. Call or text just to see how they're doing. Ask about their lives. Show an interest in the things that are important to them. A good friend doesn't make the friendship all about their needs, but also takes an active interest in the other person too. Yeah. And equally, let's quickly mention the flip side of this, which is knowing when to let go. We are not meant to hold on oh, to that, every single another, connection. That's a whole week. That's a whole mini series in itself. It kind I think. of is, but it is just to say it's okay to drift from some people. We might be moving away or growing up or changing, and sometimes we lose some friendships, and that's fine. The more we can do to normalize and allow for change, the better able we are to shift our attention to relationships and friendships that we really need and that we value. Yeah. So, a couple of questions before we head into our week of a new friend. How important are your friends to you? Vital. They're like my second family. Yeah. And you? They're like your chosen family. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, they know my bones. Yeah. Yeah. I don't thrive if I don't spend time with my girlfriends. Yeah. I need 
it. Yeah. Like we said, it's, I think it's the sixth pillar of wellness. And do you have one best friend or do you have lots of friends or do you have like a circle of friends who all know each other or, or are they in separate groups? So I have a circle of friends that we've been friendly for 30 years. Yeah. And we all grew up in the same area. Yeah. And we're still friends now. We're mm. still on a WhatsApp group. Two of them have moved away. Abroad. One, one lives in Miami. One lives in Canada. Yeah. One did live in Israel. She now lives back here. Right. But we're all on a WhatsApp group and that is going every single day. We're in touch with each other, which yeah. is lovely. And then the the women that live here, we do get together. We actually don't get together that often, but we're all independently friendly with each other. Right. Obviously, you've got the difficult dynamics of women friendship that have known each other for many, many years. I'm not going to lie. There is some of that going on. But we would we would do anything for one another. And I could pick up the phone to any one of them at any point of the middle of the night and I know that they would they would show Either. up for me. Yeah. yeah. Even yeah. if I hadn't spoken to them for a couple of months. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What about you? Yeah, I have a, a circle of girlfriends who I've known since I was six and a half years old. <laughs> yeah. Who were my friends then and are still my friends now. So it's like, they know uh, things about me I don't even remember about myself. It's annoying sometimes. No, that, though, I love it because I have a they, terrible memory. So yeah. they fill in the gaps of my childhood. Like someone will say, da, 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 your mum in 1993. What? Yeah, and they remember everything. Um, one of them emigrated to Australia, which broke my heart, broke me, broke my heart. But still, I still hate her for leaving me. <gasps> I'm the same with my friend that yeah. lives in Miami. And it's like, it was terrible. I hate Miami. Like, I, hate, I hate Australia. <laughs> That's what I mean. Yeah. It's just how... no. It it was painful. Um, but then I do. And also, have... do you find it painful when she comes when you see her? Because... Yeah, and then she's going, and then all of a sudden we'll be having like this laughing, the best time. The best time and then yeah. I just want to sob. Yeah. So like, why aren't you in my everyday? She was life? here recently and she left, and that was hard. And I didn't get to say goodbye to her because it was a very sudden leaving. And oh, I don't know when I'll see her again. And I, it's pain. It's quite painful. And I have a few other friends who kind of know these friends, but they're not in the same sort of friendship group, but I'm very, very close with them. Should we highlight something that some people might not know is that you and I are very new friends. Yeah. I know the people that listen to the show all the time would know that. I wasn't joking in the introduction. You are my newest friend. Or well, likewise. But I was going to, that was what I was going to ask you is, how many of your very close friends did you meet as an adult? Oh, oh, quite a lot. Oh, really? There's two girlfriends that come to mind that yeah. I have met both as an adult. So one of my friends, my friend Sarah, I met her in antenatal. Okay. So, and she's become one of my closest friends. Yeah. Um, so we obviously, we knew each other when we became mums. Yeah. Um, so we've done that whole lovely journey together. Yeah. So I'm quite good at making new friends. One of my friends who's, who I'm very close with, I met her... 15 years ago, and I still feel like she's quite a new friend. Yeah. <laughs> Which is so <laughs> odd. But to me, that is quite new. Yeah. Because everyone else I've known all my life. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, I'm like just, you know, prepubescent. So I, I don't, I have, I do have some friends I've met as an adult, and they are, they're different friendships, I would say. Yeah. Not better or worse. Different. Just a bit different. What do you think is good and bad about that, though? Well, you don't have those years of knowing each other through all the phases. Yeah. So when I meet, when I've met you, I've met you as you are now. Yeah. I don't have any of that background. Yeah. And I think that we can just see each other with very fresh eyes into the women that we are now. Mm. I'm not going to relate to you as the woman that you were when you were 25. Mm. And I sometimes think that that can get quite 
mucky and toxic with your old friends because they remember when you were fucking up at the age of 15, 20. And, you know, if they're really good friends, they never let you forget it. But don't you think it gives you a backstory? Or as they would say in the Marvel movies, origin story. But so do- you like understand why they're weird with escalators yeah. <laughs> without having to ask or, you know, whatever it is. But isn't that the beauty? Is the unfolding of getting to know each other. It's like, you know, when you meet... Yeah, but it's a lot of effort. Is Fuck, it? it's so oh, much fucking it's effort. It's not so much fucking effort. You found oh, it an is. effort getting to know me. I haven't found not it an effort, but like, I remember having to tell you the story of how I met Ollie and how we got married and all of this. And it's like, oh my God, like... Everyone else was kind of there as it unfolded. So you'd have to tell people like, you know, it's like a big thing. I remember when we went to goat yoga and yeah. going back, when did we do that? It was warm. It was in the summer. So we'd yeah. probably only known each other about eight, nine months. Yeah. Hadn't known each other very long. No. And there had been a pandemic. Yes. And we were going to goat yoga and we had about four, four and a half hours in the car together. Yeah. And I remember thinking, oh my God, like I hope what are we going to do if we run out of conversation? That doesn't happen with me. I mean, we did not come up for air. No. Did we? No. This episode is sponsored by Horizon Studios. If you're travelling this year and looking for high quality, sustainable and beautifully designed luggage, then look no further than Horizon Studios, who've launched two new ranges. The RE series, the world's most sustainable 97% recycled luggage, and now the revolutionary Air series, the world's lightest high-end suitcase. If you have airport anxiety, worrying about the weight of your case when it goes on those scales, then the Air Series is for you and it is definitely for me. The Air Series pushes the boundaries of travel. Each detail is designed and engineered to combine an ultralight and durable product. It's significantly lighter than regular suitcases. Thank goodness, Lauren, that is brilliant. And it comes with a lifetime warranty because the most sustainable suitcase is the one that you only buy once. We used the cases to go to Paris and Wales last year, and as chronic overpackers, we could still wheel them around with ease. We could. Ultra light and compact, the Air Series is made from a premium polycarbonate hard shell with reduced thickness and a recycled lining. It's 100% vegan and produced in a way that is 99% waste-free, blending design and function seamlessly. So, Nicole, you can pack those extra five pairs of shoes with no stress. The entire range is available on the Horizon Studios website and in all leading department stores. Just go to www.horizon-studios.com. Horizon Studios. Let's go further. It's funny you say that because someone asked me the other day, when did you realise that you were such good friends with Nicole? I was like, God, no one's ever asked me that question. question. She was like, when did you realise you were properly friends? Like properly friends. I know, I know when it was. And I kept thinking about going to get yoga. And I was like, I sat in the car with this woman who I didn't really know like very well for four and a half hours and we didn't shut the fuck up. Yeah. And she made me egg mayonnaise sandwiches. (laughs) And then I realised she's my friend. (laughs) Do you remember what I said to you on Christmas Day? You came round on Christmas night. I did. And I said to you as you left. Yeah. We must be proper friends now because we've spent Christmas together. (laughs) (laughs) We would have spent Christmas Eve together. It wasn't a fucking pandemic. (laughs) But I guess... Did it take you till this Christmas to be friends with me? No, it didn't. But what I've noticed, the slow unfolding of when I get some bad news, Mm. you are, bar my husband, pretty much one of the first people that I tell. Oh, good news. And good news. Yeah. That's a marker. 
And I and I've really I've noticed that recently because I've had good news and bad news. Yes. And you were the first person I called. Yeah. I noticed. So you must be a good friend. There you go. (laughs) I wheedled my way in there. I snuck in. So you can see why your old friendships would feel a little bit threatened by that. Yeah, I can. But we do a lot of, I mean, basically, apart from sex, we have basically done everything together. We've even had a nap together. We ha- I was just about to say, no, we haven't. Yes, we have. At Sound Gong, when we did our Sound Gong. We did have a nap yep. together. <laughs> <laughs> we have had a nap together. We basically. I've done more things with you than I've done well, with that's anyone. That's what I mean. <laughs> I've sat in a cave of salt with you. I've done many things with you. Yeah. Many, many Right, things. so come yeah. on. Who is this new friend and do I need to hate her? Or is it a him? Ooh. Oh, you know, that didn't even come Mustn't be defined by age or gender. So there you go. I never said anything about age. Can I just ask you one more question? Sorry, mm. before we jump into the week. Mm. Do you think friendships have a shelf life? As in like, you can get a boyfriend, and you go out with him for a little while, and then it ends, and that's fine. But then you make a friend. Are you just expected to then be friends with them forever? Because what's a breakup? And what do you call it when you break up with a friend? Well, Glenn and Doyle talked about this on her podcast. What was the answer? They didn't have an answer. Oh. And I thought it was a really interesting conversation because yes. when you split up with a boyfriend, it's a break- you split up. It's a breakup. When you divorce from your marriage, yeah. you divorce. Yes. There's there's an absolute oh, there's an definitive... An end. Well, there's a definitive term yeah. in the ending of that relationship. Yes. And therefore, you are allowed to grieve the ending of that relationship. Yes. But there isn't with a friend. But also there's... You drifted apart. There's a lot of that going oh, on. Oh, yeah, there? there's a lot of that going on. Yeah. Because I had a friend who I was really, really friendly with. Yeah. Really friendly with for yeah. a good couple of years, but we were like, got totally obsessed with the gym together. So probably weren't very good for each other, but we were like living in each other's pockets for two years. Yeah. And people still say, oh, do you see such and such? You were such good friends. Mm. And nothing happened. We just... <laughs> drifted, drifted apart. And we still check in with each other every now and then, but we didn't break up. Do you know, it's only happened to me once. So I, I have a different dynamic in my friendship group. There's no, there is no kind of complex dynamic. There just isn't. They're just, everyone kind of is who he is. There's never an argument. Never. No one ever has a row or falls out or just, it just doesn't happen. Oh my God. There are so many arguments in my friendship group. I know. And I always find it interesting because it's very real housewives. <laughs> it's, so, I have always felt that we would be fantastic on The Real Housewives. But this doesn't happen with my lot. It just, it's not a thing. There are no disagreements or arguments ever, actually. It doesn't, I don't think I've, I don't think I've really ever had an argument with any of my friends, ever. Seriously. But I have one friend who Jesus. I drifted, really, but I have one friend who I drifted from. And the weird thing was, she was a bridesmaid at my wedding. There were only three bridesmaids and she was one of them. And I saw her after we got back from honeymoon. She was really weird with me. And we kind of just drifted apart. And I still don't really know what happened. There was no falling out. No one was upset with each other. But do you just think you got married and you had kids and you just went in one this direction? Was before, she went... I know. Kids, I just got back from honeymoon. Like that week. She was, was, just... she, was she single? Oh, I can't remember. She always had a boyfriend on and off, but I don't know if it was. Maybe she really struggled with the fact that you got married. Maybe we could sit here for a whole hour and discuss I mean, it, but we we're could. never going to know. Saying, it was very strange. Why didn't you just ask her? Didn't I you miss I her? Did. I feel genuinely I had a long engagement. It was 18 months. And I feel that in those 18 months, the friendship was already kind of ebbing out. And probably if I had got engaged at the time I got married, maybe she wouldn't have been one of my bridesmaids, if you know what I mean. Yeah. 
So, totally. But that's the only person in my life who's kind of drifted. And we were such good childhood friends. I've had a lot of like work colleagues that I've been really friendly with and yeah. we hang out loads. And then, you know, those things drift. That's because... different. That's a work sitch. Yeah, but they, they become, very, you become very close to these yeah. people at the time. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, come on, tell me about who you made friends okay. with and do I need okay. to hate them? No, I don't I don't think you do. I, I genuinely felt at the beginning of this week, I'm not sure if I have room or desire for a new friend. That's you, how I felt. How did you feel about the prospect of making a new friend? Fine, because as my children always tell me, mum, you talk to everybody. <laughs> and I do. If I'm standing at the post office queue, I will talk to the person in front of me. If I'm at the checkout, I will talk to the person behind in front of me. And I do talk to strangers all the time. I think I get it from my dad. He is always a big chatter, chatty man. <laughs> and I'm the same. <laughs> so I, I'm totally cool with the concept of like making a friend. I don't feel self-conscious or funny about it. But I just didn't know if I really wanted any new friends I don't like a lot of people that's the truth also we didn't normally with a lot of practices we start on the Monday we end on the Monday yeah we haven't done it with this no this has been we talked about it we're going to do a show on making a new friends just go off and do what you need to do and that yeah. was probably what a couple of months ago yeah yeah so yeah. I haven't dedicated a week to it it's just been a slow unfolding yes so I really had to kind of think about it come on who is she <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Who is she and are you cuddling her in a coffee shop? Two people. One two. is... Yeah, two. The, yeah. One oh. is a couple. They're a couple. They're a couple. No. There's a couple of people or There's they're a couple. a couple of people. The first person is part of a couple and I have met them at various parties through another friend. So they... She is not my friend directly. She is someone else's friend. Are you giving us names? We need no, contact. I'm not. I'm not. But I well, like Let's give her, her a fake name. Um, Susie. Okay. <laughs> um... I like Susie. I have chatted to her at quite a few of these parties and she seems really friendly and nice. And then once I bumped into her by accident in a cafe and we had a nice chat and I thought, such a nice girl, like really get along with her. And I thought, hey, you know what? Susie could be my new friend. So it transpired. What did you do? Did you just suddenly call up Susie and go, do you want to have a coffee and a no, cuddle? <laughs> this is the weird thing. Susie yeah. texted me and said, hey, would you guys, meaning me and Ollie, like to come out for dinner with us? I was like, oh my God, she was going to be my new friend anyway. Yes, yes. So I jumped on the opportunity. But was that quite out the blue? Yes, it was quite out the blue. So I felt like she had obviously felt the same thing. Like, oh, Listen, you I can't, like her. You cannot fake chemistry. Yeah, I was like, you know, she was like, I think it was a mutual thing of like, I quite like her. I think it would be That's cool I mean. to hang out. Yeah. So she actually initiated it. So yes, great dinner. So dinner, actually dinner was supposed to already have happened and I wanted to give you the feedback. But I had to cancel the dinner because Ollie went on a business trip with 24 hours notice. But the dinner is now back in and it is in a few weeks. So we are having a dinner as a couple. And then I thought, come on, do your due diligence. Go that one step further. So I texted Susie and I said, hi Susie, can't wait to see you in a few weeks time. <laughs> Just wondered... If beforehand, I'd like to meet up I really for a need to see you for a coffee because so I, I need cuddle. the content. Yeah. <laughs> so you I could meet cuddle. Up for You're not coffee. cuddling her. You don't cuddle anybody. Oh my God. Did you Stop cuddle being her? Jealous. <laughs> did you cuddle her? She didn't answer my message. Are <laughs> 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 you serious? She didn't reply. Did... Oh, Lauren. See, stick, got, stick got, to your good friends. I got rejected. 
Well, I don't know if I got rejected. Hold on. Did she, as my sister, as my daughter would say, she left me on delivered or she left me on read? No, she didn't because we were having a conversation about rearranging this dinner and the date and the time and what was happening with it. And then in amongst this this conversation, <laughs> I dropped it in. Hey, in the meantime, shall we meet up for a coffee? And she just never replied. Was that the last message you ever had? Yes. Oh, Lauren! <laughs> Yeah, you see. So don't uh, worry, there's no cuddling in coffee shops. But we are going out for dinner, and depending on how the dinner goes, I may say to her, "Hey." No, I won't say anything. But anyway, oh, we'll I'd see. love you to say something. So then, are you going to be able to have? Are you having this dinner before the epilogue? No, after the epilogue. That's a shame. I know it's a shame. But anyway, would you? Would you? Yeah. Would you feel brave enough <laughs> yeah. to say, "Oh, by the way, mm. fancy a coffee?" Like again, mm. and see if it like double ticks blue and then you get blanked again. I mean, do you want to put yourself out there again? Do you, you know what? Do this this for us morning I was going to, like just so I could come in and say, by the way. I've got a coffee date. I messaged her again and she blew me out of the water. <laughs> but I thought, I don't really want to feel that rejection this morning. I'm not into it. Like if she does, if she wants to have coffee with me, she knows my number now. Uh-huh. And, I, and I'll be really oh, happy to have oh, coffee with her. Playing hard to no, get. No, I'll just be happy to One have coffee minute, with her. One minute, they're both feeling the chemistry and it's just a mutual thing and the next minute, well, fuck her. No, if she I wants a coffee, she knows where I am. <laughs> I did not say that. Are you worried Susie's going to listen to this? I, d- I actually have no idea if Susie listens to this or doesn't listen to it. <laughs> but I'm very, actually, really looking forward to having dinner with Susie. And if before or after she would like to have coffee with me, I'm totally open <laughs> you know to what? that. You know what, my lovely friend? I'll have a coffee thank you with so you. so much. You anyway, stick with me. Thank you. Then, then, oh. I don't know if this counts, but I have another, another one. This is someone who was already my friend and has been my friend since I was 14. It is a man. Mm, this it's is a man. called making a new friend, so I would say no, it doesn't count. I have not spoken to this friend or seen this friend for the best part of, going to say, two and a half, three years. I mean, at all. Not even a text, nothing at all. We have completely separated and I and I keep asking about him through our mutual friends and hearing updates so I kind of know what's going on but I don't know what happened it was like COVID happened and we just split up <laughs> I had that really I've odd. had that with quite a few people and then I was like well is this just our friendship is finished was this the natural ending of our friendship do I feel bad do I miss him then we went on holiday and I kept saying, seeing photos of the Sheikh everywhere because, you know, by law, you have to have photos of the Sheikh of Dubai up in hotels and restaurants, his big photo. And he kept reminding me of my friend. So after like three years... Well, that's the universe's way of telling you to get in contact with well, him. Well, I did. Tell so, me he responded. After three years, I sent a text saying, I keep seeing this photo of the Sheikh <laughs> and it keeps making me laugh and reminds me of you. Hello, stranger, like that. And and he responded and he went, wow, I wish I was that handsome and that grumpy. That was his response after three years. And I said, no, dude, you wish you were that rich. And so I was like, listen, are we going to have dinner? I'm sitting on a sunbed. I'll be drunk from 3 p.m. So respond at your leisure. But after 3 p.m., I take no responsibility for my replies. He was like, yep, this week's good for me. So we made a date and we're going out for dinner. Nice. Yes. Yeah. It does count. It's not quite making a new friend. It's, it's not. 
but it, I, I did. It's a re-emerging. It's a re-emerging. And also, I wanted to do the bit at the beginning of our introduction where they say, "Please, like, follow through, make the date, put it in the diary," because otherwise, it's actually just not going to happen. So, I wanted to do that, firm it up, not just say, "Hey, we should get together soon," because that's not a real thing. No. So, I feel quite good about that. Well done. Thanks. So that was good. I'm pleased there was more of a positive spin at the end. I still feel fine about Susie. I don't feel it's fine. It's okay. I'm delighted. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay, right. Let's hear about your week. Okay, so there is a girl at my gym. Mm -hmm. We'll call her Susie. Susie too. (laughs) Susie too. And we, I've been training with her for a while. Mm -hmm. We get on very well. Mm -hmm. And as you know, I've talked about my community at the gym quite a lot. And I love these girls. Mm -hmm. But I'm not friendly with any of of them outside of the gym. Mm. There is a little crew that go to Gail's for coffee after. Right. I am yet to be invited. (gasps) What? But that's okay, because I'm always rushing off and I'm always... Cleaky bitches. I see. Now he's no, <laughs> no, so that's fine. I mean, I'm always rushing off. Yeah. So it's not like I'm ever hanging around for them to say, oh, do you fancy coming for a coffee? Mm, but, and if, but would you like them to? So you could just say, no, I'm really sorry, I've got to run. I'm sure if I wanted to go for a coffee, I could. Yeah. I'm sure I could say, oh, I'll join you. And they yeah. would be fine, I think. They'd be like, we don't want her to come. She does lunges. <laughs> <laughs> no. So I'm sure that's all okay. Yeah. Anyway, so there is one girl who I get on particularly well with. Mm-hmm. Is she in the coffee clique? I think she is in the coffee clique. Yes. So you need an in. (laughs) (laughs) She's your in. Listen, I don't need an in. I don't need an in. I think I could just go in. I'm invited. If I want to go to Gail's, I can go. If I wanted to go in, I could go in. And funnily enough, Gail's is underneath the studio where we are now currently recording. So we are sitting on top of Gail's. And funnily enough, as we were walking in, I saw one of the girls in there. (gasps) The coffee clique. One of the coffee clique. And I was going to poke my head around, but I got a bit shy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that is funny. Listen, some of the girls do listen to this show. So, you know, they're... Listen, listen, do me a favour. (laughs) Do me a solid. Invite Nicole for the coffee next time. She's feeling a bit left out. (laughs) She's too shy to ask, but she wants that fucking oat cappuccino at your table. (laughs) They don't drink oat cappuccino. They drink matcha. They drink green tea, black coffee. What do they drink? Let me tell you, stop speaking. (laughs) (laughs) This is what they drink. They drink those, like, the vitamin C chili shots. They drink that shit. Please don't invite me. (laughs) I don't want to have non-coffee with these girls. I think they all try and down it as quickly as possible and not wince. Sounds weird. Okay. <laughs> anyway, there yeah. is one particular girl, okay, who I do get on very well with. Susie too. Su- Susie too. Yeah. And every time I come away with training with her, I always think she is so lovely and I really enjoy her company. Yeah. And then... She was talking about her 40th Mm. that was coming up in March. Mm -hmm. And this was back end of last year. Um, And I was like, oh, what you... I couldn't believe she wasn't 40. Mm. I couldn't believe I'm five years older than her. I don't think I'm five years older than her. Does she look very old? No, she... (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> is that why you want to be friends with She listens to this fucking show. Stop it. No, she doesn't yeah. look fucking old. She looks fucking great. I just assume I'm younger than I am. Right. It's That was my stuff, okay. not hers. <laughs> yeah. Let's get that clear. Anyway, so she was talking about her 40th, oh, what are you doing? She's telling me all about the things that she's doing. Oh, lovely, lovely, lovely. And then the next day, yeah. she WhatsApped me yeah. an invite oh, to, have to party. her 40th. That's very nice. Yes. And did you accept? I accepted. I was so humbled and so touched that she wanted to invite me because we've never been for a coffee. We've yeah. never done anything outside of the gym. Yeah. We don't cuddle. You don't. <laughs> we don't cuddle. <laughs> Do you make her egg sandwiches? I don't make her egg sandwiches. Okay. Yeah, I feel better now. So, have but you been we, to the party? But we do do, like... You lift shit together. We, we yeah. lift heavy shit together. Have you been to the party yet? I haven't been to the party. Okay. Anyway, so I, when I got this invite, I thought, oh, now that is lovely. So, obviously, and we've never discussed, oh, I like you, oh, you like me. Like, you don't have it's those... weird. Yes. Yeah. You don't have those conversations. No. Like with Susie One. Yeah. You just both felt that there was a chemistry. Yeah. There. So, the fact that I felt it and she felt yeah. it and she felt it enough to invite me, yeah. I was very, very happy. Yeah. Still haven't been invited for coffee, but wow. anyway, yeah. I have a voice note. Oh, okay. I have absolutely got an A plus in this week's practice, Laura Mishcon, because I have not only made a new friend, I have been added to a WhatsApp group oh. for her birthday and I have been included in the gift Therefore, I am officially, it's official now. Everybody knows that I am her friend. We are friends. What do you say about that? <laughs> I can't believe I got invited to the, on the WhatsApp group for the present. Right. I'm part of the gift. Wow. So that is an official friend. Yeah, I would say that is. It is, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Haven't been for coffee with her though. Maybe you can have, go for a, have I mentioned ginger, that? Shot. <laughs> a ginger, ginger shot. Ginger shot. So then I said to her, a few weeks later, because then I felt more relaxed. Like, yeah, okay, we yeah. both know what this situation yeah. is. We yeah. are now We're friends. Yeah. We are now friends mm. with one another. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is official. Yeah. We have asked one another out and they have said yes. Yeah. That's what's weird about friendships. Like, yeah. Are we friends? Are we not friends? How do are you we know when you're friends with someone? Exa- How do you know? Well, exactly. What is your definition of that? Well, I guess getting invited to her party. Okay. Yeah, you wouldn't invite someone to your party who's not your friend. Look, what is the, the the real definition of a friend is someone that you want to share your self with. Yeah. Someone you feel safe enough to share parts of your life and yourself with. Yeah. I feel like that. That's I feel like that. That that we're I not there. Right. No. But if I walked into the gym and I'd had a bad morning or something had happened with my daughter and I was upset, I would and she was there, I would probably you feel would tell her. I would probably feel safe enough to and comfortable enough to talk to her, yeah. And I'd like to think she felt the same. Okay. <laughs> anyway, this has been a bit of a weird week. Anyway, so yeah. I I said to her, "Oh, I've got something to tell you." Yeah. So she said, "What?" And I said, "Well, we're doing a podcast on making a new friend." Yeah. I thought this was quite brave. Yeah. For making a new friend. Yeah. And I have chosen you as my example. Yeah. And she didn't say very much at the time. She uh-huh. said, "Oh, okay, that's nice." And then later, yeah, about two hours later, quite a long time later, for yeah. someone to go away and think about mm. it. She sent me a message mm. saying, I'm honoured to be part of your podcast. How lovely. And did she say, P.S., but really I wanted to be friends with Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren doesn't lift shit. No, she I don't, don't want to be friendly with Lauren. I don't lift. She I don't lift things. Listen, our whole friendship is... I can lift a cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> well, she doesn't ask you for that. <laughs> 
Our whole friendship is based on lifting shit. Yes. That is our whole connection. Yeah, I get it. So I reckon you'd have to bring that to the table or forget it. Anyway, so that was my week. Okay. What do you think? I like it. I did good. Yeah, you did good. I you did, did good. good. You put yourself out there. I did put you myself out there. You were a little bit there. vulnerable. Should we summarise? Yeah. What worked? Thinking about where the spaces are in your life for friendship and kind of considering what makes a friend. And it was just, it was quite a nice process to go through this. Yeah, it was. It made me feel quite introspective about what is important to me, what isn't, who is. It's not something that I think a lot of people actually sit down and think about. But when I was telling Ollie, my husband, about this week, he said, really, this week is about loneliness, isn't it? That's really what this is about. So many people are lonely. And And you can also have a million people in your life and still feel lonely. That was what he said. Mm. He said, you know, it's different. It's like one brain. One brain. (laughs) Having a friend, you know, that that's that's the crux of this isn't it and and i also it's very interesting the dynamic the different dynamic between men and women because i think men have work wife kids and wife's friends and that fills that gap for them and i think a lot of men don't have close friends who they you know who they can go to outside of their work colleagues who they chat to and their partners who they chat to so it's very special when, when it works, the female friendships are very enriching yeah. and very important. And very nourishing. Yes, but they can also be very toxic. I don't have that experience. I'm very glad I, I to don't, say. I don't have that experience with anyone in my current life yeah. because they're not in my life yeah. anymore. I'm just, and from what I hear and see around me as well, like female, and I watch a lot of housewives, well, yeah. female friendships can be very difficult. Yes, of course, because women are complicated. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, what, how will work for you? When I got that invite, yeah, it was just that validation that we were both on the same page with mm-hmm. one another. Yeah. And had it have been my party, and I was doing a girls' lunch, I probably would have invited her. I don't yeah. know if I would have, but I would have wanted to. Yeah. And I just just that moment of oh, we both really like each other, and it just felt very warm, mm. and it's lovely, and it's nice to invest in someone that you just get a good feeling around. Sure. I loved that. Did anything not work? <clears throat> no. I'm on the fence about whether to text Susie one again and say, hey, want to meet up? Or just let it go. <laughs> Why don't you text her? Asking if she wants a cuddle. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you fancy mm. a cuddle? Oh, I would love you to text her that. Do you reckon I, the dinner would be cancelled? <laughs> no, I, 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 I think she is cool enough to definitely not cancel a dinner over that. I what, think she was asking would, her for a cuddle. I think she it would, would be a very weird someone you don't know very well getting a message from her saying, "Would you like a cuddle?" I think that she would think I had accidentally sent it to her, but meant to send it to someone else. Is it coming in the club? Yeah. Yeah. New friends. Of course it is. New friends are coming in the club. New friends are coming making a new friend yeah. is coming in the club. I, I and, like it. I like the whole thing. Opening your heart and yourself to new people coming into your life. I think it's beautiful. Yeah, it's a good one. That's great. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed that. We'll be back on Friday when hopefully Susie One has returned <laughs> Lauren's message for a coffee and a cuddle. We will let you know. Come join us on Instagram at selfcareclubpod and come be part of the conversation or email us hello at theselfcareclub.co.uk and we'll be back on Friday. Bye-bye.
Motherkind podcast explores how to feel happier, more confident and empowered in your motherhood, even in our world of pressure, judgment and comparison. I'm your host, Zoe Blasky, and every week I speak to an incredible expert to share actionable steps and powerful lessons to living your life as a mother with more joy and unapologetic confidence. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Motherkind. Motherkind.